0: Barbara Me? Hello Yeah
1: Barbara Yes Are they coming to get you?
0: Johnny Oh Johnny He ran it Johnny can't open Johnny's the only one who could start the car And he said uh, do you have
1: any candy? That monologue is <laughs> <laughs> She really Apparently I'm, that was like improvised Which I don't want to shock you But apparently ooh, The actress playing I Barbara mean, was just like Going <laughs>
0: Uh, this is Halloweeners, a horror movie podcast. Hi, I'm
1: Cody. Funny? That's funny. I'm oh, Cody.
0: I'm Kira. And Once I'm again, closet.
1: recorded remotely. I'm in my living room.
0: This feels less good. Does <laughs> <laughs> it feel good?
1: <laughs> this feels less good. Like are, the quality of this episode or just the concept of recording separately?
0: Um, Just no, 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 no. Everything. Uh, the concept is great. The <laughs> physically how I'm set up is not as good. <laughs> I thought it would be oh, simpler. Oh no! But alas, pushed? no. I just um am very aware of how I say. I think because also I'm a little stuffed up today, so I think I'm just extra aware of how I sound. Oh, those trees. And, uh, you know. You don't want to They're coming
1: hear to get you, nostrils. Am I right? <laughs> that
0: would be a really funny, uh be, if you don't mind the pun, horror movie would be like, you know, Attack of the Pollen or something. Well,
1: have you ever seen The Happening, oh. the M. Night Shyamalan movie? It's kind of that.
0: Oh, it's like trees, so are, trees are
1: killer. Oh, it's so stupid, but it really is like a B movie. If you watch it like that, it's great. But we're not talking about the happening. We're talking about Funny, we are not uh-uh, Night of the Living Dead, the original from 1968.
0: 1968. Where
1: were you? I was very much not born. Um, my parents were toddlers. So that tells you how old this movie is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's real. cute. Mm -hmm. This was uh my first time watching this movie. Oh, nice. And honestly, I I dug it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's a very blanket statement.
1: I had seen this in like college time ish, and like knowing it's one of those you know formative movies. It's not the first zombie movie per se, but it definitely is like maybe the one that put the concept of zombies on the map in the mainstream at the very least. Uh So I knew, and, like, George Romero obviously becomes a, one of those formative, like, Wes Craven, John carpenter kind of directors in the genre, and so I watched it thinking it would be, like, this, like, you know, Titanic moment of, uh, you know, this is a landmark, and it's kind of just a little baby movie baby is that's very, that sounds very condescending, but you know what I mean? It's very like, <laughs> it's very Jeez. clearly a first movie. It's like a, like a, mm-hmm. like a home video almost. Like, it's like, Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah. It's their friends. It's for some reason it being, um, shot, like near Pittsburgh like felt very homey to me like I was like oh yes that makes sense I don't know why oh that, yeah uh, it just made me feel very comforted <laughs> in a weird way
1: no I get that uh, I mean I, I was watching it with Zach who's from Pittsburgh Zach our theme music composer and that was an exciting moment for both of us
0: yeah, or was it like? Is it like no knowledge? Like, was Zach born? And they were like, "Okay, you live in Pittsburgh, little baby." And uh, <laughs> guess what? Was shot here. And like, you have to know <laughs> Night of Living Dead knowledge.
1: I don't think so because he was not aware of it. So,
0: oh okay. <laughs>
1: but Fantastic. yeah, I this time watching it though, I really quite enjoyed it. I I so I it was going in knowing it's not going to be like a horror bonanza, scariest movie of all time, and that's more like kind of setting the table mm-hmm. for like different micro genres in horror, it, it is easier to watch and like appreciate what it's doing. You know, all the yeah. the new things and the groundbreaking things and the things that people weren't even thinking about doing, which seem tame now, obviously, but at the time, you know, maybe people want to sh- shield their children in their house forever.
0: Can you imagine like this and a uh, spoiler alert, the, um, the way the um, living dead, are portrayed in this movie is kind of underwhelming in terms yes. of I think physical appearance. There was going to be a point there. I didn't mean to mean to just uh, shade the makeup person. What was the point I was going to make? Well, it's Talk. like
1: it is kind of like why don't they look different than us? And that makes you kind of like it's easier yeah. than to imprint onto the Living Dead the ghouls as they call them because <laughs> they never use the word zombie in the yes, movie. They right. call them ghouls right. or the they call it early in Those the movie things. when it's not sure what's going on when you're not when You know, the people in the movie don't have the benefit we do as viewers of knowing that, like, oh, they're the living dead. They're, like, you know, zombies. We have decades of zombie movies to tell us what they do. This movie, like, invents the idea of them being cannibals. And also, like, the rising from the dead is not revealed until, like, two-thirds of the way through the movie. So, for the first, like, hour, the radio broadcasts are just, like, referring to them as mass murderers. Like, this, like, uh, some sort of, like mentality or, like, cults went into activation or something. And they started murdering everybody. But then it's, like... It's so weird to hear zombies referred to as murderers. But, like, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, because we were so blessed to, you know, the zombie, uh, like... We know so much shit about zombies just from, like, the overexposure in media for as long as we have been alive on this planet. But, like, going in cold, like, 1968, like, this is a fresh new idea. You know going into this movie, watching it now, that it's zombies and you know what that means and what that entails. But, like, yeah, at the time, without having the prior knowledge of what it is to be a zombie and, like... it's yeah (laughs) what it is is to be
1: a zombie the
0: zen (laughs) of it all uh it's just gotta like people must have really just shit themselves yeah because it's it's intense it builds up well it it really does get stressful it
1: comes out in a very 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 unique time in film and specifically film censorship because i think Mm -hmm. we talked about this on the podcast before for from the mid-30s until 1966 i believe there was this thing in uh place called the Hays Code or the Production Code. It was like a uh, the way studios self-censored and there was a board that met and talked about the movies and like uh, reviewed movies much like the MPA now. But back then it was really restrict really strict restrictions on, you know, profanity, sex, violence. Basically the answer to all those was no. Like you could not really show much at all, which is why movies back then had to do a lot of, like, innuendo and suggested things. And then in 1966, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf comes out, which is that – or is being made and being uh, released, which is that uh, Elizabeth Taylor movie. Uh, And it's, Mm -hmm. like, one of the most profane movies up to that point. There's, like, a ton of swearing in it for the time period. It's also, like, a really stressful movie. It's all about, like, marital strife and infidelity and – It kind of broke the production code because I think it was Warner Brothers. The guy who ran Warner Brothers was like, I'm releasing this movie. Fuck you. And so Mm -hmm. the production code kind of just like fell apart. But they didn't make the rating system right away, I believe. So this movie comes out, Night of the Living Dead, comes out in the weird valley between the production code and the current rating system. Which means it was released unrated. So like kids could get in to see it. (laughs) And like they did. They did go see it. Yeah, nice. So people just, like, did not know what to expect. Because, like, I mean, imagine watching this having only watched, like, My Fair Lady, like, leading up to this, you know? Right. Uh,
0: yeah, it's got to be intense. It's so scary. Yeah I, mean,
1: yeah, I mean, it it is not even, like, a... F- there's no, like, frivolity or, like, fun in this movie. Like, the, the Universal Monster movies have, like, an element of fun to them. Or they're, ro- they're mm-hmm. like, weirdly romantic, like Dracula. This is just, like, mm-hmm. oh, God. Like, it looks like a snuff film.
0: yeah. And it's kind of like it's, kind of like a, a like an O'Neill play. Like it, it starts right away, in the drama. It, for the most part, it takes place in like one, you know, one location, and it kind of just builds up on the stress. And it's also like human error, you know, the the hubris of man, which is also stressful to watch, unfolds. And uh, there's really no the ending is not cathartic at all. Oh so my god! Really at the end, you you're not sad. Uh, oh honey, Absolutely call not. me um, call me. What's her face from Hamilton? Because uh, you know, I'm just not satisfied. You were not
1: satisfied. Okay,
0: no. <laughs> it's a wild ride.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, we just mentioned it, but like the uh, let's like real fast to say like the plot. It's very simple. Sure. So uh, zombies, heard of them? They are they're here. Yeah.
0: Do you know them? <laughs> uh they're walking around actually and you know what we shouldn't even say because nothing's really confirmed right
1: it's all we think it's this we think this is what happened yeah um but basically uh in a like suburb of pittsburgh uh a bunch of disparate people get holed up in a farmhouse uh to defend themselves against the encroaching living dead
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it's uh and no go ahead
0: sorry are we are you going to talk about who the people the names was that their next thing
1: yeah, go for it. Give them names.
0: Uh, uh, so we have Barbara, who's the uh, she's the young blonde lady in the beginning. Her brother gets attacked right away, and she runs, and she escapes. Um, and we have uh, Mr. Cooper, who is an older gentleman, and his wife, Mrs. Cooper. And they have a daughter who's sick, and they, they won't say what's wrong with her at first. And uh, also um, in the house is random hot couple. Fuck, I forgot their names.
1: They are hot. Thank you.
0: They're hot and stupid.
1: (laughs) They're hot and stupid. Come to me. (laughs) Yeah, the the Um, man in this, the boy, the the young man in this relationship, I should say, he's like, you know, maybe our age ish. And he like really was giving me like sturdy blue blue collar, like guy I'd have a crush on in high school vibes. Like their dad owned an auto body shop or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He works on the cars and you're like, oh, oh, the. The the coolant I don't really remember how cars work. Why were you so <laughs> distressed about the coolant? The brake pads. I, mean, I so shouldn't talk. I don't know either. Yeah, your Ooh. your brake line is rotting.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know. My steering wheel needs to be buffed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, don't but. even get me started on the bumper. <laughs> uh, but it's Rebecca. Uh, so it's uh, I have Rebecca. That's not Her name? Barbara. And uh, she she's in the house. She gets caught up with uh, Ben, who has snuck in. Yes, our and, main character. Um, our main character, uh, Dwayne Jones, which is a great actor, human name, uh, we find uh, the, uh, the Coopers and the hot couple are in the basement. And they're like, you know, so there's uh, a conflict. There's lots of men. They have different ideas of how to survive. They just want to make out, probably. And uh, anyway, I'm sorry. You can, you, we can no, move don't on. Don't apologize. We're, we're you were, bit, uh, you were killing it. Where am I? Well, Barbara, <laughs> I want to
1: say you were right about her brother because it opens in a graveyard. Barbara and her brother, uh, what's his mm. name? Johnny. Johnny.
0: Johnny. Are going
1: to lay flowers at their parents' grave? So uh, their father's, their father's grave. grave. Yeah. Uh, Your daddy. Stop! Crazy. My Absolutely. God, he's rotting in the Our, ground. Well, yeah. maybe not anymore. Oh.
0: Oh, I know. I thought that was going to be a component of the movie was like the dad being like, hey, kids, remember me? Which I'm glad didn't happen. Yeah, because that I mean, maybe it did, but I didn't notice it. Uh, I'm sorry. Go on. My love.
1: But Johnny famously in the graveyard says they're coming to get you, Barbara, which is a famous line because it's kind of just very idiosyncratic and strange.
0: So strange.
1: And her response is you're ignorant, which I love.
0: (laughs) It's pretty great.
1: Stop it. You're ignorant.
0: Tap it. She's not She's not in the mood. No. And he's just saying it, like, he's just fucking with her, right? Like, he's not, yeah, c- is that, like, based off of any movie, like, the way he well, says it? Because he says it in such a specific way.
1: I don't think so. I think it's just a spooky little delivery. He's teasing spooky. her.
0: Spooky. Spooky. Creepy.
1: Spooky. Crawly. Line <laughs> delivery. Because uh, they're at the parents' grave, so and fun. she is praying, and he's, like, teasing her, right. like, praying is for church, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and she's like, let me have this, <laughs> please.
0: He makes two jokes about church, like he thinks he's so funny, because he says the first one that oh, yeah. you said that he's like, oh, well, you, you can stop praying now. Like he, uh, he hates it. Yeah. Um. So I feel like um, there's something there. He hates Jesus,
1: and he's the first to go. I don't know.
0: But yeah, pretty. <laughs> he looks hot when he's dead? Pretty
1: quickly he, uh, oh dear. Pretty quickly he uh, is dispatched <laughs> by a very fast moving zombie, I will say.
0: <laughs> he comes out of nowhere. Again, this man who plays the zo- the zombie in this scene is like, was just a, uh, an investor in the movie who was skinny and tall. Oh, I And love. they said, you have an old suit? Oh Great. my God. You'll be the first guy. It's gr- it's so fantastic. Uh, and he, wa- he was inspired by uh of Karlo- Karloff in um, some movie called, like, The De- Dead Man Walking. or Well, of course. The- that Dead Guy or some that shit. Yeah, so guy. Mr. Karloff was the inspo.
1: I love. Uh, yeah, but they're in the farmhouse. Basically, it's just kind yeah. of a lot of back and forth about, like, what they should do. Should they leave? At one point, they try to escape, right. and it doesn't work out. People die. Right. Um, Gas pump. Yeah, the exactly. They The car explodes. The zombies eat the hot mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. Um, My favorite moment in the movie, and the hot guy, so sorry, Uh, my favorite moment in the movie is when they're trying to get out of the truck before it explodes, I believe, and the hot girl just, Uh um, she, like, is struggling to get out, and she says, my jacket's stuck, but it is with no, no weight of the dramatic moment, it is, she literally says it like, my jacket's stuck, and then the car explodes. (laughs)
0: Like, this jacket cost ten thousand dollars and she cannot lose it she must wear no. it at all times
1: and yet she doesn't want to raise her voice like don't be too worried
0: yeah i feel like they added her i mean they it definitely seems as if they added her her dialogue uh, in post-production like i don't know oh Is absolutely definitely, you know so it's like it just not only is it super quiet, but it just has that distant feeling of like not. This even is being not in that world, right. So. This isn't a
1: present delivery. <laughs> this is not happening right now.
0: Um, but that's. Uh, but yeah, that's a crazy part in the movie because that's when it gets real. I'm sorry, I keep going on different. No, I love uh, it. Where am I? It's just a wild time. Well, it's a simple and movie. There's no hope. Yeah, it's
1: a simple movie plot wise, but I mean, what really I think makes it into the classic it is besides the kind of like unfiltered raw um like zombie-ish stuff which is again not really scary per se but just kind of like oh mm-hmm. my god like they are really eating those bones <laughs> they are eating the people they-
0: <laughs> right yeah
1: what really makes it is the ending
0: oh my gosh yes so we are left with uh ben ben has survived mm-hmm. should i go through how everyone dies yeah why not <laughs> that's going fun so-
1: little roll call so the
0: hawk. Ho- the hot it's always good right uh the hot couple are the ones who well the hot guy was supposed to just like put gas in the car and then everyone was gonna get the fuck out of there but then the hot girl was like no 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 i need to go with him and then um he got all he got the gas and the the fire and because the things don't like fire and so anyway fire boom they're dead they get eaten uh mr cooper gets shot by ben i think right
1: Think so? Yes, because, because, he's, yeah, because he's turning uh, into a zombie. Because his daughter no, 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 attacked that, him,
0: right? No, that didn't happen. Yeah, I think he oh, Ben shot him just because, like, Mister Cooper didn't let him in at first when, uh, like Ben went out there to get the car. Mr. Cooper didn't let him back in the house at first because he was scared of the well, zombies. Uh, what an asshole. I mean, I, mean, I, I kind of get it. And um, I think, like, they got into a little tizzy, and I think things got crazy, and then he shot Ben, and Ben fell. Nope, sorry. He shot Mr. Cooper, and Mr. Cooper fell in the basement, and he, like, sort of died in that moment. And then, well, if he didn't die... The daughter came to life, and she was like, you know what I'm ready right. for? Yeah. Some skin. And she yeah, because daughter nom, nom, nom.
1: got bitten by one of the ghouls.
0: Ghouls, yes. And we, the mother had revealed that, like, about halfway through the movie, because they were just like, oh, yeah, she's sick, she's sick. And then about halfway through, she's like, yeah, I don't know, one of those things bit her on the arm. It's like, well, damn, that's important information. Okay. And that's how Mr. Cooper dies. Uh, Mrs. Cooper goes down to the basement as well for some reason. And she's like, oh, damn, this this is a problem. And uh, the daughter uh, stabs her with a It's like a garden gardening, like, thing. Tra- tr- tr- trowel. trowel? Yeah. <laughs> Trowel-less spot. We got is there. Oh, my God. And um, which is, that is a great, and it's a great moment because it's very, it's just really great. Punk rock horror, like putting shit together. You know, it was like somebody's daughter stabbing a pillow. You know, composited with shots of the actress of the you know the mother screaming and th- and them like throwing chocolate syrup on a wall to look like blood. Um, yeah, and it's a the, very like, effective kill.
1: The sound in that moment, like the 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 mom mm-hmm. screaming, is all like Squishy, psychedelic swishy. and like distorted mm-hmm. in a way. And it's, like, mixed mm, yeah. with, like, the child screaming sound effects. So it's very, like, oh, my God. It's the first real visceral murder we see that's, like, not just somebody exploding or getting shot. It's really just horrifying. Plus, obviously, like, like a daughter killing her mother, a young daughter. She's, like, right. 7 or 10 or so – I don't know how old kids are. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's probably like shaking them in their boots in 1968.
0: Oh, my yeah. God. Right, exactly. Like, the idea of a child rebelling in any way – like, and that time, oh my god, uh, they must have freaked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it truly must have shook people th- that this young child was committing a brutal murder. Well, this is the time of like
1: hippies and people rebelling against their parents and stuff, but like, we don't, yeah. we didn't see that rebellion from like seven year olds, so that's no fun.
0: Let the sun shine. She starts smoking weed, she left the trowel and in, you know. Oh. Oh, she she misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> then who... Uh, okay, so the parents died. The hot couple's dead. Okay, so Robert then... we gets yanked uh, outside, I think. They, yeah, because the the zombies were, like, breaking in, and she was kind of like, oh, let me fight against this. But then she saw Johnny, her brother, from the beginning of the movie, and she was like, oh, my God oh my god and she kind of just like goes in she kind of like lets herself be taken by these by these ghouls like she's just like i gotta uh uh, i gotta i don't know she just lets it happen yeah
1: i mean she was having a rough time from literally minute one um Mm, so this is not you know too surprising that she'd be like
0: oh my god
1: and just kind of like (laughs) you know let herself be (laughs) washed away um yeah but
0: take me Zotties. exactly she
1: really she sees her brother she's like Wah! and then that's kind
0: of uh <laughs> don't you just hate when you're home hanging out and your dead brother <laughs> we'll just shows say up they're
1: their home they're in a home <laughs> <laughs> when
0: you're in your oh, own house golly. that you bought <laughs> your own farmhouse oh also uh there they found uh uh, when Barbara first found the farmhouse and took shelter in there, she found a dead body upstairs oh, that yeah, it's had icky. been eaten a little bit, but it never reanimated. Why was that? Yeah, I There's don't know. No we, I mean,
1: we get a moment where the, br- the news broadcast is like, okay, okay, we think we figured out why this is happening. Because they're like listening to a radio and like for a while watching TV for like a long time. So fast. It's a lot of exposition yeah. like in the third act. And basically, what they hypothesize on the TV is that, uh, what is it? Da, 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 da. It was like radiation yeah. from a, 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 a satellite
0: okay. that fell. Yeah, it was a, it was a, a
1: satellite Boop. that was orbiting Venus and was shot down. And it carried radiation that may have, like, risen the dead from the grave. So I think it's more like the radiation in the ground was causing uh, people in graves to rise up. Not people who are already, like, dead, just, like, chilling on their own staircase. Does that make sense?
0: I think it's – no, I th- I think you're wrong because I thought it Ooh. was I, – I have a rebuttal. Because I, I think I if I remember, I can. <laughs> I can't fight you. Uh, I thought it was that, like, anyone who – I think it was, like, yeah, all bodies. Like, people – like, bodies and morgues were, like, hello. Like, I'm oh, going to get uh, – thanks so much for having me. Like, I think it was, like – Maybe maybe it was people in graves were also coming to life but we don't know because it probably would have taken a while for them to get out of 6 feet of dirt. Um, that's but a very good point. I could I, I could have I re- thought they mentioned something in one of the radio or television scenes where they're like, yeah, you know, people in in the morgues are just, you know, tap dancing. Um, so I think it's really just uh honestly just th- someone done goofed. Just any and that's why old bin. the upstairs person That's what the upstairs person never reanimates. I think they just done goofed or maybe just because I don't know, their face was chewed off and they were like, I'm good.
1: Yeah. Maybe they like came back to life and they're like, (laughs) I'm just going to lay here. I don't, (laughs) I don't have it in me. My God.
0: I, this seems like so much work. Were they just hungry? Like if, if the, if the group just threw food at them and they ate the food, would that, they be fine? Would they be satiated, satiated enough to just be like, oh, okay, we're good. We'll move on from here.
1: Do you think zombies are constantly like, give me that food? Because, you know when you wake up and you're hungry because, like, you haven't eaten <laughs> in eight hours? Now like, figure right. you've been dead for, like, weeks, if not longer. Is it like, right. oh, my God, I'm so hungry. Like, oh, I could eat anything.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe. That's what I think. What I truly think, think they're just hungry. And people panic. And they're like, oh, my God. It's like, well, just give him, like, whatever roast you have in the kitchen. Please. Samantha.
1: Anyway, this ending we keep dancing around. It's uh, <laughs> <Suspense>. very upsetting. <laughs> Basically, what happens is the there is like a sheriff's posse that is like sweeping the area and mm-hmm. taking care of you know the ghouls as they call them, uh, and they you just shoot them in the just brain, shoot him in the brain, hello. And they 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 find the farmhouse eventually and. They see Ben in the window, but it's like far away and it's not clear that he's not Mm a zombie. So they just shoot him because it's like anything that's moving, you know, just get it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then what follows is a series of still photographs. Like it's from a newspaper of them Mm -hmm. taking Ben's body and dragging it outside with hooks and like throwing it on a pile. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's all very methodical. And also it should be said, Ben is a black man. And a lot of these still images really kind of call to mind at least they did for me did you ever have to look at in history class like this is very dark like photos of lynchings where like a whole town would gather and like take a picture with it and like it was like a town event and everybody like seemed like weirdly jovial but also kind of like methodical about it
0: um do you know what i'm talking about probably yes yeah, it's like probably yes if i haven't seen it i've definitely seen holocaust uh sure 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 sure, that sure um, mm, come on, Hebrew school.
1: They should you Holocaust footage in Hebrew school?
0: Oh my God, yeah. They were like, here's how you write the, uh, you know, a shin, and here's how you write the, you know, this other letter that I can't remember the name of. And also, don't forget, you know, I mean, maybe it wasn't as regular, but I remember we, you know, talked. We, not, you know, you watch uh, Holocaust documentaries probably a lot in Hebrew school.
1: Oh uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you can't yes, forget. it's very, it's, you must not, it is very much reminiscent of those kinds of like images of atrocities and like having it be yeah. like a black man and it's, he's being dragged around by all these white men with guns in like rural America mm-hmm. really just calls to mind like really icky, you know, images from our, you know, I want to say past, but you know, I'm sure there's whatever, it just really gives the movie this level of like, Message is the wrong word, but it kind of paints everything in a different light and makes the people watching, like, realize, hey, like, what's going on in this country? Not too far off from a goddamn horror movie. And apparently this is mm-hmm. kind of an accident in a way because the actor, the part of Ben wasn't written like, it must be a black man. It, he was just the best one right. at the audition. <laughs> so right. it was kind of a almost a happy accident. But, I mean, the, like you said, the images, whether he was, like, black or not, would call to mind any number of atrocities throughout history.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they, uh, 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 Dwayne, oh, Dwayne Jones, who plays Ben, suggested that they maybe, like, change something in the script to either highlight kind of the similarities between what, goes on and you know the the reality is what was going on at the time um and they decided not to change the script um they just didn't find it necessary but i am curious if you know i I think there was something to the subtlety of it like they didn't intend for it to be have any sort of message um but it does definitely stand and it definitely has it regardless and it also uh is interesting that they finished shooting this movie and then like immediately uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was uh, assassinated.
1: I, I kind of like that it's not overly stated, you know, that there's not a moment where yeah. a character kind of breaks down what we're probably a lot of people in the audience were thinking, which is, you know, this black man is hitting this white woman and things like that, and he's, right. you know, taking charge of the situation. It just kind of stands on mm-hmm. its own. Uh, and also, I... Mm, I was gonna say it might be unrealistic if a character is in, like a, an apocalyptic situation where like this is the time to have like racial inequality in this like tiny little farmhouse. But I mean, you know, who never you know you never know.
0: Of course they would. Yeah. They would absolutely.
1: And I I love and... a heavy handed message. Like I love you know I love anything that is, like, beating me over the head with it. I I don't always like uh, subtlety (laughs) in movies, but I Mm -hmm. like that there's not a moment where a character puts to words everything that the audience could be driving just organically from the movie.
0: Just from, like, a storytelling point of view, it's, it's a wild ride because the movie starts and we're with Barbara, and we follow Barbara to the house, and then, you know, we go through all this stuff with Barbara, and then, like, you know... Right at like 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock hour, like she gets taken and she's done. So we as the viewers, we don't know, you know, we've lost our connection. We don't know who to connect with. So it's like, okay, well, I guess Ben is the next person. So, you know, he's the only person left. So we're going to connect with him and we're rooting for him to get out of here. And of course, you know, when he gets killed and it's – he made it so far. He was smart. He, you know – took precautions and like it was just such a ruthless ruthless toothless kill that like it uh just makes it so devastating because it's like you bopped from like one narrative to the other and you're like okay this is my person like we're gonna make it out of here and then nope you just die yeah and there's no like there's no like oh tell my mother you know right he, it's, it's he, from far dead. away you're
1: watching it from the perspective kind yeah. of of the people, people who shoot him like you don't even hear like his mm-hmm. like last sound or anything it's just, <gasps> it's just brutal. It's just... And I yeah. there was a lot of reading at the time that, like, maybe this is uh, could also be seen as an allegory for the Vietnam War. And I, I don't see that as much, personally. I think when you're, you know, facing that every day in the news, it's probably easier to make that connection like it would be in 1968. Yeah. But I guess, in a way, following a character for, like, at least the better part of an hour and a half and then having to be just unceremoniously killed is kind of like... The way people were talking about Vietnam, which is, like, what's it all for? Like, what's this, like, senseless violence where, like, people are just mm. being killed? And, like, it's not, you know, glorious. It's just brutal.
0: One, two, three. What are we fighting oh, for? Oh, hell yeah.
1: <laughs> Who sings that song?
0: D- um, uh, Joe, Country Joe. Something Rag. That sounds right. Uh, country. Oh, fuck me. I know this, too. It's just my brain's broken today
1: i was in a play in college that we were like playing students you saw it pl- uh, protesting vietnam i saw it
0: so many times i was a <laughs> you fan cried a lot
1: uh, and then uh,
0: <laughs> the whole play
1: was just we were singing those types of songs so like for an entire semester my head was just nothing but like that and like ohio you know crosby's national yes. Young, all that stuff
0: that was a great semester yeah. because and that was fun it was fun all that music was great and we were loving uh, whatever yeah. Fuck everybody. I'll find some pictures of
1: myself time. as a little hippie. I'll post them. That's fun.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sh- yes. And we- I'm sure we have one together. That was the show we where,
1: don't... oh, yeah. That was the show where I died like three times. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. because they were like, oh, this yeah. tiny child. Because I was only 19. <laughs> like, I was very small. <laughs> I played like I, yeah, a I remember you were like... soldier. And I was like one of the people in the Kent State Massacre who got shot. I just like was constantly dying.
0: Yeah. It was rough. Which is also why I cried so many times. You fuck. he <laughs> The house, the farmhouse. There's a calendar in the kitchen, and the dates are December 1966. So, which is funny to me because that's far. That's not that funny. <laughs> Never mind.
1: That's hilarious. Like,
0: it's it's been a, it's been a while. <laughs> um, okay, so everyone is married in this movie. Like everyone has a wedding ring, except for the hot couple, uh, and they die viciously. so I don't know what that tells you. <laughs> <laughs> they die a vicious death. Oh, um, and they were living in sin. So there's something there. Well, well um, that's true. <laughs> and um, oh, okay. So I thought what I thought was really interesting was watching this movie right now with everything that's going on. Obviously, we have a pandemic happening um, throughout uh, the planet. I think it's safe to say. Um, so if you're listening on a different planet, like just so you know, and. Part of the movie, which is really fun, is there are scenes where it's, like, a TV broadcast or, like, a radio broadcast, like you mentioned earlier, Cody. And on one of those broadcasts, they mentioned like, oh, everyone needs to stay inside, which is obviously very res- – resonates a lot. And, and then they also mentioned like, factory workers must stay at work. They cannot go home or something <laughs> like that. And I thought it was all just a little too um, – a little close to home. Seemed a little, yeah, resonate a lot with what's going on today. I, I had the same thought funny. like,
1: characters like sitting at home having to be like, Well, just listen to the TV, it'll tell us what to do. And then the TV provides like right. insufficient instructions, and they're like, Oh, God, it's very, uh, yeah, uh, I felt that I felt relevant.
0: And it's like, Oh, you want to go to safety? Oh, honey, just just leave and go find one of these centers. I okay, zombie stuff is so stressful, and it's always like, You got to go to a location. And, like, you know, the idea of getting out of the building and getting into a car is always really intense. It was just – it was very fun. This was a fun movie.
1: Well, the fun thing about zombie movies is that rarely is the only – is the threat only the zombies. Like, there's usually a moment where, like, mm. other humans are losing their goddamn mind because it's the end of the world. Or, like, you know, yeah. order is breaking down or people are, like, not – or people are not allowing things to happen. So it just kind of brings to – the forefront all your like your worst fears about humanity in a crisis because it's like not only is there Mm -hmm. this horrible thing going on much like what we're dealing with right now but like just like Mm -hmm. idiots in the government or like other people behaving stupidly like I mean every (laughs) every zombie movie has a moment where a character is like it's not that bad I'm gonna make a break for it and like runs outside and that's basically every single person right now fucking protesting and like asking to be for the economy to reopen (laughs) it's like dude you're oh god (laughs)
0: Right, exactly. Like, truly, the hot couple, like, the hot guy was like, I know how to work the car. I know how to work the gas pump. uh, I'll go do it. And they're they're like, okay, cool. And his wife was like, oh, no, I should go with him. And I think Mr. Cooper says, like, no, like, we can't. You just got to – whatever it is. They they try to keep it so it's just one person at a time. And she goes out there, and they both end up dying because her stupid vintage Chanel jacket got caught in the fucking – pickup truck yeah
1: her goddamn Prada got snagged in the seatbelt and she didn't want to rip it
0: oh no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my jacket oh uh, man there was a naked ghoul yes which was fun a little subtle butt cheeks for I for know Eli. I went she's
1: naked it's always shocking to see that in like older she's movies naked. and like she's it's black and white so you're like
0: yeah. it always
1: I have this this thing where like when I watch older movies it's hard to imagine them having like butts you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> like when you watch Casablanca, it's like, wow, they go to the bathroom. He's a but peen- like <laughs> yeah. you can never imagine that just because like the That's world so is so damn. like muted in like what they're allowed to say and do. And like obviously so much is suggested. But like the idea of these people mm. like, you know what I mean? Like being a baby at one point, is just so odd to me. I'm <laughs> um, real fast, though. Uh, I do have a like not correction, but uh, just a, oh, a, yeah. a, a further uh, observation. Apparently, like. just a few years ago, George Romero was asked if he took inspiration from Martin Luther King being assassinated. And apparently he didn't even hear about it until he was like after the movie was done and they were like looking for distributors. So I think that was just kind of, yeah. I mean, just kind of telling that like the time period because it was so, you know, it's so uh, easy to say like the turbulent sixties, but like, I mean, really like shit was happening every month.
0: Yeah. And also I think what is also kind of nice about this movie is like kind of the innocence of this movie. Um, Like, it's, they're really, and I'm sure maybe subconsciously, obviously, there's, like, themes uh, and deeper themes to certain aspects of this movie. I don't doubt that. But, like, truly, like, the plot was kind of thrown together in terms of, like, everything. Like, I feel like this was just kind of, like, with the movie Halloween. Like, it was just, like, a bunch of people who wanted to create something, they created it. And it just happened to really fucking work. And also it just happened to make a really strong political statement. And it's just, like, a bunch of white guys. Like, they didn't, you know, they didn't know. They were, you know, they were just hanging out in Pittsburgh trying to make a spooky movie that was originally going to be Aliens, but they decided not to. And I think I think that's what I also like about it. It's just kind of, it's, it's so raw. Um, yeah, and I mean, and, like, and very to what you're
1: saying, I made this observation that, like, this kind of... I don't know if it starts it, but like the lifting of the Hays Code kind of allows way more like freedom with like what independent uh, filmmakers can do. And ever since this movie, mm-hmm. almost every decade we've gotten like a definite, like a defining low budget horror movie that like oftentimes subtly comments on like uh, things that are going on in the culture. And I made a little list because mm-hmm. in the sixties we have this, in the seventies we get Halloween, uh, mm-hmm. in the eighties we get Evil Dead. In the 90s, mm. we get Blair Witch Project, obviously. And then in the 2000s, we get Paranormal Activity. And then in the 2010s, I couldn't really think of anything. Uh, Zach and I kind of landed on, like, maybe The Babadook, because, like, that kind of kicks off this wave of, like, very artfully-minded, metaphor-driven, scary movies.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Or also, there's, like, the whole, like, Blumhouse of it all, you know, the, how they produce movies really cheaply and they make a ton of money.
0: Uh, yeah, but, like, or, like, The Conjuring movies, maybe
1: yeah but those are like studio films i'm thinking more like low budget like amateur movies that like accident not accidentally but like are like a surprise success story and end up being like hugely influential and i really Uh, i had trouble thinking of one for this past decade
0: i ooh, yeah i would love to find that out yeah
1: if anybody has any uh nominations let us know
0: yes yes please
1: You broke up and slowed down during that scream, so it was (laughs) a complete nightmare.
0: (laughs) That's that's horrific. I'm so sorry. That's really funny. Oh, golly. Um, Oh, and there's a quick scene. There's a quick scene I just wanted to talk about um, whether in Washington, D.C., and... Um, it's just like they had someone put on a mustache and look like the leader of the country and or like, you know, some kind of military leader. And it's like the reporters asking, like, oh, we heard it's this. We heard it's that. And like he's unsure. And so because we're given the idea uh, because sorry, because during one of the um, either radio or TV broadcast, they mentioned that they heard it's from the uh, satellite crashing radiation. But then when they question this leader person in D.C., they seem completely unsure. And so that adds to, like, you know, oh, the government isn't telling us stuff. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, again, just the tomfoolery that comes with living in a country with political leaders.
1: We are and in a country with political leaders. That's true.
0: <laughs> they all have mustaches, and they won't tell you the truth about the zombies, or whatever they are. Uh, So yeah, I like a good uh, government, you know, the government is out to get us kind of uh, plot.
1: Oh, of course. They're coming to get
0: you, Kira. uh, Especially, and they said it in the movie, and I said, uh Hello. <laughs> oh, actually, actually, the daughter, the daughter of the Coopers. I, her name is either Kira or Kyra. It's with a Y, so it can go either way. Ah, so it's me, it's E
1: so <laughs> She's <sorry>. doing great. <laughs> So a fun little fact of this movie is uh and I'm we're going to promote this, you know, you will have seen this when you're listening to this. Uh this movie is very fucking easy to find. It's basically on every streaming platform. Oh. Uh like it's on YouTube. It's because this movie is in the public domain and that's kind of an accident because there was a copyright notice and like the way that the law worked back then was like you had to like display the copyright notice like explicitly like I think at the beginning of the movie it had to be. Um Because originally this movie was called Night of the Flesh Eaters, and what happened was they changed the title, I think, because it was too shocking, and when the distributor changed the title, they removed the title card from the opening, and that had the copyright notice on it, and when they removed the title and replaced it with Night of the Living Dead, they forgot to put the copyright notice on there uh which sucks for you know i'm sure it sucked for george romero and everybody involved because i think the the profits were quite low because of that because it was easy to just kind of like do whatever you want with the movie because there was no you know law saying you can't just show this wherever you want or like do whatever you want with this Mm -hmm. so that's just a fun little accident but it made it very easy to find for us
0: yeah and you know it's okay. He he went on to uh, make make his money. So yeah, well, cute. Anything else to
1: add? No, I think that's all I got. It was very you know it's influential. It's very shocking. It like is a yeah. little slow in its pace, but that makes the like crazy moments even crazier. Yeah. Like people eating, I zombies like eating uh, flesh or whatever. or whatever. <laughs> But there's one scene where a hand like sticks through a window and the hot guy like chops off the fingers oh. with like a machete. And it's so like <laughs> methodical and like you can hear the like chop, chop, chop noise and the fingers just like fall off. And like it's so gritty and like unrealistic that it's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's really And also,
0: also his acting isn't great. So no. he's like, what? It's a very straight guy <laughs> like in it's...
1: high school theater that again, I would have had a crush on.
0: Oh my god! I would have dreamt, stalked, just lost my mind for that person. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to us with your ears. Um, if you are able, if you are interested, uh, we are happily accepting donations on our uh, via Cash App. Uh, you can find us. at uh it's like literally a cash app slash like dollar sign halloweeners pod uh you know money goes directly to making the podcast better getting us uh better equipment better mics uh getting access to movies um and you know we use the money to invest in blood diamonds so thank you for that
1: oh yeah we love Uh, diamonds soaked in blood
0: soaked in blood actually that does sound fun for aesthetic reasons uh so you can do (laughs) that um but no matter what, definitely feel free to check us out for free on Instagram and Twitter at Halloweeners Pod. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at, oh, and Twitter at Hey Kira Hey.
1: You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at Cody Monster91. Uh, you can listen to Apre Pompey's music. He does our theme music. And uh, he's doing a fun cover a day on Instagram. So if you request yes. something for to him, he will almost definitely do it.
0: He will do it.
1: He he did a great Spice World, a Spice Girls cover.
0: What are you, a thousand years old? Spice World,
1: (laughs) a great spice rack.
0: Those girls and their spices. Uh, fantastic and if you uh, like artists you could, uh Leah Patterson does beautiful artwork art <laughs> if you don't artwork, like artists at, don't
1: listen to us <laughs> my god
0: <laughs> don't don't even talk to me um, and uh, you can follow uh, Leah Patterson on Instagram at a tender witch and I think they are uh, selling things on sale Absolutely. tomorrow on their Insta. oh wait nope this will be going up a different time ignore <laughs> we'll me for sure Just... be going up a different time <laughs> oh god. still look still a take a, a look God, you know, this is such such a treat, mm-hmm. such a gem. Uh please sh- uh I don't know, double check before you shoot someone in the head maybe. Please, Just stay safe.
1: Um don't uh protest your state to open uh you idiots. Oh my god. Thank you. Or here's
0: the thing, if you truly are like, ah, I'm not feeling this, I don't trust it, I don't like vaccines, I don't want to wear a mask, then that's fine. That is your fucking business. That is your fucking right. Do it at home, Stacy. Do Please. it at home. All right? And yep. let me just go to Aldi. I haven't gone, but that's a bad example. Bye. Well, goodbye, <laughs> goodbye forever. <laughs>